It was the winter of 1972, and the resort towns located in the San Bernardino Mountains had received their fair share of snow and cold weather for this season. I was situated between the San Gorgonio mountain range to the south and Mount Baldy to the north, with Big Bear Lake about 20 miles north of me, as the crow flies. The Weeshaw Country Club was a unique collection of homes sprawled over a 75-acre portion of lowland. It was nestled next to the Los Angeles Creek, mostly hidden by tall Jeffrey pines and a mixture of cedars and manzanita scrub bushes. It was a beautiful spot. It was not too crowded, since we were at the end of Seven Oaks Road, and it was a good fifteen miles off the main highway that constitutes the back road to the Big Bear Lake from Los Angeles. There were log houses over a hundred years old, and cabins with cedar pillars in front, as well as newer modern homes with swimming pools and pool rooms, all intermingled throughout the property. I, being the new caretaker, handled tending the lawns and hauling the trash, keeping water to the residences flowing and also tending the apple orchard. This orchard was on the opposite side of the creek with the log cabin where I was staying in the barn. It painted a beautiful picture, and they were paying me to keep it that way. I was 34 years old at the time and had a wife, Raylene, who loved this kind of life as much as I did. She was raised in a Christian summer camp in these very same mountains. Her father was the director of youth activities for a large church conference stationed in town. Life was good, and the challenges at the Weeshaw were nominal. The equipment provided to me included an ancient pickup truck necessary for my work responsibilities. It was a forest green 1957 Chevy Apache. A lot of guys I knew would have liked to have one just like it as a classic to restore and cherish. However, my association with it was on a different level. Necessity and recreation are worlds apart when relying on a vehicle needed to perform tasks which were sometimes monumental. The trip to the landfill, about a one-hour drive, was pushing its limited life to the max. The Ford tractor, used to irrigate the apple trees, was gray, much like a World War II Navy warship. Printed on the front emblem, emblazoned in blue enamel, was 50-Year Jubilee. I think this was just about when the darn thing was constructed. Nevertheless, all things accounted for, I didn't complain. After all, who could have asked for a better job than this? Living in God's country and breathing the freshest air in California. I got this job because I had been the acting manager at a camp seven miles up the South Mountain Range called Cedar Falls. A dirt road wound up to Cedar Falls Rife with cutbacks and hairpin turns. It was as though a giant bulldozer had cut this path in as a fire break. It also served as a county road for forest rangers and firefighting vehicles. Although not intended as a road for casual travel, it did cut nearly 20 minutes off the trip to the landfill and to Redlands, the closest town. My wife and I had a horse that we were happy to keep on hand, now that we had a place compatible with doing so. Lucky was his name, and he was a good horse, even though he did have some ornery traits I needed to smooth out as soon as I could get around to it. He was a gelding and cut proud, much to my chagrin. Cut proud means that when he was castrated, the man doing the job didn't slide the offending scissors far enough up the connecting cords of his testicles before snipping them off. As a result, the attributes of a stallion were still evident at times. 
He was part Morgan and part quarter horse, and the mixture was a good combination. He was fast off the get-go and had enough power to keep it up for longer than most. He was an excellent-looking roan, and we loved to ride him when we could, which wasn't really often enough. If we went riding in a group with other horsemen, he always had to be the lead horse. He would chamfer and strut and sidestep around, working himself into a lather until he finally got there. I didn't mind it because he looked so spirited and alive when he did this, even though I knew it was a bad habit I needed to curb. Hugh, the manager of Weisha, was a large man in his seventies and topped with a mop of thick gray hair. He was the type of person you liked right off, and I was happy he was the one I reported to. His down-home approach to all problems eased tensions immediately, and problems usually evaporated with the two of us working together to overcome them. 